Welcome to the very first episode of Floor You Can't Explore, a podcast where we dive into the unexplained details of a fictional world, talk about them, and attempt to fill in the gaps, all while trying not to make too many bad jokes. My name is Corbin. My name is Josh. All right, what's today's episode about? Today's episode is about Cars 2, directed <laughs> by John Laster and premiered in 2011. Cars 2, it's about this funny man, Toe Mater, and how it, when he goes to help his friend Lightning McQueen... On a race, on the biggest race in the world, he gets tied into spy shenanigans and becomes a spy somehow, even though, whatever, and stops an evil plot to make alternative fuel look bad. Fantastic. That was a great summary, Corbin. Uh, Thanks, Josh. (laughs) You're very welcome. All right. Why did we decide to talk about Cars 2 of all movies? Because it's a cinematic masterpiece, and no movie can live up to it. No, 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 no. (laughs) Because it's terrible, and the world doesn't make any sense, and we love asking questions the movie decides it doesn't have time to explain. Yeah, that's the gist of it. I was doing what's called a lie. Oh, you're going to get sent to liar's jail. Oh, no. (laughs) Disclaimer, we haven't really seen Cars 3 or Planes. We're basically only talking about Cars 1 and 2. With that out of the way, uh, let's talk about the canon of Cars 2. What are we going to consider canon here? Uh, I think it's safe to rule out Mater's Tall Tales. I think we're just considering Cars 1 and 2. Like we discussed earlier, because like Cars One and Cars Two, like whatever's on the screen is what's considered canon because it's in universe. Now there are some theories that might suggest that Cars Two is just another tall tale, but for the sake of this podcast, we're assuming that it's all real and none of it is made up. All right. Now let's talk about the origin of Cars. <laughs> All right, what do, you, what do you mean by that, origin of the species? So there's a great quote by Miles Axelrod, a character in Cars 2. He says, it's a fossil fuel. Fossil, as in dead dinosaurs. Yeah, this is saying there are dinosaurs in the Cars universe. Yeah, all right. My theory is that it's like the Flintstones, but big. You know, like they're like, you know, how the Flintstones just had like rock cars and all that junk. This was like big car, big rock car. So like imagine a big old T-Rex, but instead they just got really tiny front wheels and really big, big back wheels like a drag racer. And he'd like vroom, vroom. Okay, so you're going to you're saying every living thing throughout history was a car. Yes, that's what I believe. We've seen nothing to the contrary. We've only seen car things, you know? So everything had to be some sort of wheeled locomotion. Okay, I'm not picking up what you're throwing down, my guy, and here's why. We haven't seen anything before real cars. We haven't seen a time in the Cars universe before cars existed where there were cars. The oldest cars we've seen back is Model T's. So here's my theory on that, is that humans may have done something with uploading their consciousness to cars at some point, and they were just doomed to repeat human history 
because of it. And that's why, like, it seems history is the same and that, like, they have a lot of the same, like, they're still built to look like humans go in them. All right. See, I can kind of vibe with that, but, like, what were the first cars they uploaded into? And why didn't they remember the history of their forefathers? Like, history doesn't repeat itself exactly. Like, why is there a Model T with some old person? Like, upload me into a Model T, baby. No, maybe they were programmed to like, repeat how history. does that work? So are you saying that humanity is just a loop and we will put like maybe the cars will become, I don't know, these oil cans or will they upload their consciousness into oil cans? Or like what's the step after cars? Uh, that's a good question and one I'm not prepared to answer. That is fair because like if the humans had some disease or famine that made them upload their consciousness into machines, specifically cars. And if the cars had that same famine, what would they upload their consciousness into? Like, what's the next step? Maybe whatever killed the humans, or the humans decided to leave Earth or something. That they, it wouldn't, whatever it was, maybe it wouldn't affect machines in the same way. So, moving away from that a little bit... How familiar are you with this section of the Pixar theory? Pixar? I know it's like... The Pixar theory, it's like... It started with the good dinosaur. Kinda? Or wait, no, this was before the good dinosaur. I fucking, I don't know. I just know cars are in the way future. So here's what it's telling me. It's telling me that... At this point, the animals rose up to fight humans to stop pollution. And the machines saved the humans to win the war. Okay. But then the machines sent the remaining humans off into space. And the machines were left to run the world. But why is there old car pictures? Like, was one car just like, I'm going to be queen of England. And then one car was like, yeah, I guess I'll just be some Joe Schmo. Uh, Like us, the Pixar theory isn't really trying to answer any of the questions it raises. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you mean like cars too not like us also like us our attempts too. to fill in the gaps in cars too yeah that's fair <laughs> we try to we try to come up with something that fills in the gaps but we only end up creating more gaps in that so what is and isn't sentient then uh vehicles aren't are sentient right because okay vehicles but there were and remember in the first cars movie there are bugs that land on Lightning McQueen's teeth that are sentient car and, bugs. And But we only ever see, we only ever see car bugs though. But why are there car bugs and how do they fly? Uh, little wings. How do bees fly? No, don't get me started. <laughs> no, alright, so cars uh-huh they exist and car beetles exist but no other animal so the beetles were like techno drones that i think built no this makes sense the car beetles are like the techno drones and they can in mass they can on mass build objects that's how the cars with no opposable thumbs build stuff they make the car they they 
have the car beetles do it because they're tiny and if a lot of them work together they could build the things i just answered how cars do things in cars car beetles it's all the fucking bugs it's all the bugs but i really don't know what you're talking about and i'm gonna just say okay and go with it and we're gonna say that's our answer no it's it's obvious it's the car bugs it answers everything like if you know like in all right there's this hip video game franchise called destiny and in destiny there's these little things called siva and it's like techno mites that can break down and build anything right okay and it's just like the bugs it's a swarm of bugs so the swarm of bugs are what's building everything yeah because how else do they build things so we can tie this together i feel like so maybe yes. humans left the planet or something happened and they sent these these bugs to build everything. But these bugs could only build what they knew and that was human history. Yes, so the so the bugs were car bugs and they built everything to model human history and then the car bugs made the cars and then the cars don't know any better. The car bugs are behind it all. The cars are oblivious to the car bugs. They think they control the car bugs, but the car bugs control them. We found our answers to this lore way too early in this podcast because there's still so much I have to ask, and I think car bugs answers everything. Car bugs might answer everything. I think I was going a bit too I was going a bit too down far down the hole. I think the car bugs aren't sentient and actually control everything. I'm pretty sure they're programmable little drones. But some escape and act like flies. Yeah. Okay. Or no, or like cuz Rick <sighs> Yeah, why would they just buzz around and sit on teeth though? Well, I mean not sit on teeth. They I don't know, maybe car Bugs are in transit to somewhere. <laughs> so, moving on from car bugs and car history and car origins, right? Like, the biology of cars, moving away from car bugs. It's like, because in Cars 2, they have guns, like, that just kind of flip out at, like, handguns are implied to be in the wheel and they just kind of pop out. It's like, do normal citizens have guns? Is there, like, a concealed carry in the Cars universe? Because, see, in, like, the spies, they have, like, all these modifications. Like, Finn McMissile can shoot torpedoes and has, like, oil slick and can transform into a submarine and has, like, LED screens on them. And it's like, do these spy cars... Are they born like that? Or do... Th- I assume they get modified to get, like, all these things in them, right? They get modified. So it's like, normal cars don't have that, but do normal cars have access to guns? That's a good question. But you also raised another question of, are cars born? Ah... Uh, that's a whole nother thing. Cars are... I don't think cars are born. Because I would akin it to the movie Robots, who actually explain. It's a much better movie, and I recommend you go watch it. And it explains kids as parents decide... It's basically adoption. They get kids from a factory, they order them, and then they put them together. They build them, and it's like... And I assume it's something like that, 
where car parents decide. I don't think we ever see car. We no. do. We do. Francesco Bernoulli has a mother that we see in Cars 2. Yeah. And also, uh, I think the two Italian cars, their names escape me. Don't they... Don't think when they go to Italy, don't they have the car parents? Or yes, car they do. Family? They do. And it had implied when they were younger, they always fought. So, like, they grew up. But I don't... I think... I think cars don't age physically. They only age mentally. Well, they still age physically as new cars are. New cars have to be invented or made somehow with newer models. So they're aged in the they're aged with the technology in them. And I'm going to assume for most cars, you're not allowed to upgrade to better parts. Because then you could just like live forever, right? I guess I assume the rich cars live forever. No, I think the poor cars are stuck in squalor because they can't afford the upgrades. But the rich cars, like it is implied that because Miles Axelrod in the movie is a gas car who converts to electric, but he actually doesn't. But that's not important. But he converts to electric, so it's implied that you can convert your whole, like basically take out all your bits and replace it with different bits, you know? So what causes car sentience and like what is the basis of like a car soul? Can you, are you the same car if they take everything out and put everything in it? Is it the shell? I think there has to be some component, some, like, central CPU that houses a consciousness or a thought process that is the car. So if you replace everything, or if you even got a new CPU but you uploaded the same, like, data, I think it would be the same car. Okay, that makes sense. That I think I think that's how it works, and I don't think I think cars don't age physically, uh, like other than getting parts replaced, of course. I think akin to being a doc, like going to a doctor, because cars don't self, they, their bones don't fix themselves or whatever bones they have, they have to get it fixed, and so when a new car happens, like parents will get a car from like a factory, and then it'll be a new consciousness, and then uh. And then they raise the car, and then the car grows up to be whatever they, you know, grow up to be. But it does they don't age physically, they just age mentally. I'm curious about the legality of what cars you can build, like, for parents. Because what we've seen, the parents are the same type of car, or very close to the type of car, as the children. I think... I think it has to be, there might, this sounds a bit racist, but I think it has to be nationality. So if a car is built in America, they can only be adopted by American parents. Because in the Cars universe, what we've seen is French cars have French kids, and Italian cars have Italian kids, and blah, 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 so on and so forth. Or like models, you know? Okay, so it's your model. I think it depends on the nationality of your model. Well, because then like the two brothers from... Uh, Italy moved to America. Yeah. So... I think it's on your model, not necessarily your location. Like, say, McQueen and Sally want to have a a kid. That's a very good question. I don't know, but from what we've seen, it's the same... Maybe the same style of car, because Francesca Bernoulli's mom is not the same type of car, because these are like a Formula One racing car, but she's more of a other than racing, what do most cars do for jobs? Well, there's car there's car doctors. Like a mechanic. 
like a mechanic car. And they're like, sem- there's like, because Mac, McQueen's semi-driver is a transport. So there's semis who transport cars. Okay, so I get planes, trains, and big cars to transport other cars. Well, also like convenience, like cars, car kiosks and such. Like Sally runs the motel in the first movie. Yeah. And uh, Guido and other Itali- Luigi. Italian boy run a t- Luigi run a tire shop. Sarge runs a military surplus store. I'm not sure what he does, to be honest. That's fair. Are there like factory jobs if everything's made by? I don't think there are factory jobs because everything's just programmed by the bugs. You know. And what's payment look like? I assume RFID chips or like just like some sort of Apple Pay esque system. Yes, I think we've exhausted the biology bit. Yes, you did talk about Sarge and World War yeah. Two. I want to go back yeah. to that. Yeah. Have we decided that car history is parallel to our history? I think we have decided that because either we don't know how long the Cars universe has existed. It has to have existed for a while because Doc Hudson did, in the first movie, he did dirt racing before there was so like he existed before there was actual racing so they had to develop something i think we can assume that car history happened parallel or but mostly the same to human history so we can assume there's world war ii maybe even a world war one what did car jesus no um it'd be jesus chrysler (laughs) of course of course it would but so let's get into that actually Car religion. Okay. Right? Yes. We know there's car a car religion. pope because there, there's a pope mobile. Is it Catholicism? I guess we assumed it would be Catholicism. Do we but... see any typical practices of Catholicism or anything that establishes that it's exactly the same? No, not really. Other than the pope being in Italy and everyone seeming to like him or like recognize him as a figure i don't think we really know if it's the same but also we did establish that like pretty much most of the events in the world are gonna happen the same yes so do we establish that it's catholicism and that all the major religions of the world are still there i think that we can safely assume that um so here's my other theory Okay, she hit me if, with it. Instead of all the world's religions being the same, the car pope is the main figurehead for the only religion, and that's worshiping Henry Ford. Ah. Ah. Is this an alternate universe where Henry Ford invented cars and then invented AI? Yes. Uh, I don't know the exact person who invented cars. He made the, everything. I think Henry Ford made the car bugs when he invented the Model T. So we can safely assume history started when Henry we Ford... We don't know that. What? All the other events of history are about the same, like the Model T. Uh, yeah, I think... Do we have Model... any history before World War II? Is that our oldest event in history in the Cars universe? I think the Cars universe started in 1920. The bugs started history then, when they restarted history. Carstory. <laughs> did you just try to combine car and history 
Carstery. No, I heard it the first time. <laughs> Carstery. No, we're ignore- We're going on. We're moving on. <laughs> Are we- I'm going to abandon the Henry Ford theory. All right. Can we agree to abandon the Henry Ford theory? Maybe. I will not abandon the car bug theory, though. Okay, we're going to stick with the car bug theory is our, our theory we're moving off of right now. Yeah, I think they made all the gas station. They made everything because they're the nanobots, but not... They had to first drill for, like, oil. Yeah. I think the car bugs had to, like, set everything up. So everything was input to be the exact same through history. So we've got all the same governments. So I think we got to sum up what we've been talking about this whole time. So car dinosaurs existed, so somehow we had to get car fuel. We've established that's because of the bugs, which were programmed to build yes. everything okay wait no i think i think by including the car bug theory we rule out dino car dinosaurs existing like as like everything before 1920s was just implanted by the bugs okay car bugs because i was gonna say if we we don't see any other animals or non non uh, machinery other than I'm those pretty, bugs from what we? i'm remembering i think bugs are the only other thing other than like cars and planes and the like that's referenced as like a non talkative car life so that's what makes me think they're different okay wait what about the tractors well tractors aren't really animals they're uh, kind of animals because yeah, they're, the they're tractors cows. Are cows the tractors are cows they poke a hole in our animals thing because there are other animals I fudge. Now the car bugs aren't as special now. She, this is supposed to be a summary, yeah. not more questions. We've asked so many more questions. Ugh. So that seems like a good time to end the yeah. podcast. <laughs> Let us know if you have any questions about cars or other movies you want us to answer at the lore podcast on Twitter. And you can also ask us for other movie worlds that you want us to dive into. Thank you very much for listening, and a special thanks to you, Miles Axelrod, and all in all for making this podcast possible. Until next time, I'm Josh. And I'm Corbin. And this has been Lore You Can't Explore. Bye!